Newsbreak podcast. I was very happy and excited that at least the president of the country had gone to give evidence. From what he has been talking, it's very clear that there has been a planned intersection which failed miserably in end, but which has been taken over by criminal elements. A lot of the discussion thus far has been about how he's going to address some of the pitfalls and shortfalls within the policing system, within crime intelligence as well. In terms of addressing what actually happened, do you think enough was said however, about what his action was going to be towards those who were found guilty of the insurrection. That's a disappointment because, I mean, one would have expected that he would instruct now, you know, the time has gone by to talk. He should have instructed now the police to the 17 names which eventually got uh, onto the police record. Those people must be arrested and brought to court and they must face the music. In fact, with the billions of rands which has been lost to the economy, job losses and property losses and lives that lost. It's really not good enough to say, this is what I'm going to do to make sure it doesn't happen. But we must put right what was wrong, and those people must be brought to book. Uh, and certainly he didn't say that too much. And if he's leaving that to his security apparatus, who he has appointed recently, to do it, I don't think that is going to be forthcoming. He did say, you know, again, that this was a planned insurrection and not just a reaction of the poor. How important is that statement? Well, I think it's very interesting that the president of the country is saying it's a planned insurrection, and that is what we have said all along. This has been properly planned, and in fact, we've done some research on our own, the Phoenix Ubuntu Forum, We've got researchers from the Western Cape who have recorded these outgoing messages from social media. And they have given to us some evidence of three or four groupings and the people involved in these groupings who have been inciting violence, who have been saying, let the country burn. Those people must be identified and brought to book. And it was a planned interaction, no matter who, who may be it that will deny it. Like everybody's playing to the tune of their followers. And, and therefore, the RET faction, which, which in our view was responsible for all this, must be brought to book. And everybody knows who the leadership of the people are. A lot of fingers pointed at the Phoenix community. In your opinion, was the matter over the so-called Phoenix massacre adequately addressed by the president? Well, I think very barely he has referred to, to that. The president has referred to overall the violence and the looting and what have you. And it's a pity that the Phoenix issue, which became a countrywide issue, wasn't addressed in full by the president. Our personal view has, and it has always been, that there has been no massacre in Phoenix. We believe these bodies were dumped in Phoenix. We've asked the police for details about the number of people died, which day they were killed, how they were killed, and that information is not forthcoming. Who is hiding? Who is hiding this information? And our view is that the attention of Phoenix was brought into sharp focus because, you know, everybody is wanting to uh, do away with this talk about the looting and the burning and the insurrection. And, and Phoenix, unfortunately, got blamed in the rush and the Phoenix massacre got coined by clever politicians who wanted to shift away the focus from the mass banning, the mass burning, the mass looting and destruction of property. We have made another presentation to the Human Rights Commission, a 30-page document, which I said before, we are going to be sending this together with a letter of invitation for the president to visit so that peace can prevail in our community. You know, he should be talking to every side, the Phoenix community, the Bombay community, and the Nanda community so that you know, we want to build a future which is going to be safe for everybody else. So it would be very good if the president of the country can intervene. The local leadership of the political organizations have really wasted a lot of time and talking and doing nothing. There's no action. You mentioned that you, of course, have made a renewed submissions to the Human Rights Commission. You also previously had raised concern about how the hearings were handled here in KwaZulu-Natal. Now that the president has 
has testified, we would expect that the commission will be starting to wrap up their hearings and their investigations and a report will be forthcoming. Are you concerned at all or do you think that these hearings with your new submissions would be enough to ensure that the truth comes out or is revealed in those reports? We've said to the Human Rights Commission, we've, we've interacted with the chair of the committee and said we had a sub- second submission to make. The first submission which we have made, in, a, in, in addition to all the other hearings you've had, doesn't give the full story. So our 30-page documents give the full story about who, what, how, and, and, and all the people who were involved in the thing. And, and we've got some data to back it up from researchers in Western Cape and so on. And we've given that to the Human Rights Commission uh, as part of our 30-page submission. So we are hoping something can come out of there. If the Human Rights Commission goes ahead and doesn't take the second submission we are making, then they're going to give a half-baked story to Parliament. It will be the Human Rights Commission trampling on our human rights, to put it boldly. News break. Lotus FM, powered by SABC News.